bad, immoral, and wrong. This is the Modern Eater Show. Piping hot and delicious. The Modern Eater. Food, 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 food. And now your hosts, Greg Hollenbeck, Jay Parker, and Brian Freeman. Yes, yes, and more yes. Delicious food here today at the... Oh. Studio Kitchen, Colorado. The Modern Eater Show continues. That's right. It's a Saturday, May 16th, on the air everywhere. Whew. It's going to be a good one tonight. It's an excellent one. The smell. Unfortunately, they, they, our listeners and viewers can't smell, but wow. We're uh, cooking a little bit again in nice. the studio. Nice. Feels good. We're returning back to some degree of normalcy. Some degree. Yes. Not too fast. Cautious. Going real slow. All right, let me set the stage for you. Here we are at Studio Kitchen, Colorado. Greg Hollenbach, Little Rich Schneider, Jay Social Parker, distancing. Brian Freeman's at home. We're trying to figure him out. I can hear Brian. Mute him. Yeah, I know. <laughs> mute Brian yeah, right yeah. now. Can we, you mute him? We can. Oh, I can do that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Rich O'Brien in studio with us. How are you? I'm well, guys. Elevation Food Service reps. Thanks for having me. And then uh, a new friend of the show, and it's uh, George Eater. Not to be mistaken with George Eater. George Eater is here with us. Uh, Pizzeria Republica. Great place. They've been killing it for a long time. So uh, how many times have you been to uh, his locations? Downtown, twice. Denver Tech Center, I can't even count the number of times. Oh, really? Because that was Raven and I. That was like our Saturday thing. That's where we would go. George is here. He's finishing up dinner. Come on over here, George. Pizza Republica and uh, that tech center location. I really love that. There's your headset waiting for you. He put together a delicious dinner. All right. Thanks for joining us tonight. We're going to cover a lot of ground. But uh, if you want to join in on the conversation, last week we opened up the phone lines. 303-713-TALK, 303-713-8255 if you join. Have you had dinner or been to Pizza Republica? That's the question. 303-713-TALK, 303-713-8255. Comedy works right by that location. I love that. One of my favorite places. Hey, George, welcome. Great to be here. Thanks for having me. Good to see you. You cooked us dinner, too. Absolutely. I can't. I'm Italian. I can't come and not cook dinner. I know. We saw you the other day. That's right, you feel obligated to it. It reminds me of like Goodfellas when you show up. And, <laughs> exactly. You know, Scorsese's mom says, come on, <laughs> come on in. Well, yeah. I'm Irish, so I'll eat it. Oh, there you go. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> and drink some delicious wine. Thanks yes. for bringing that with you today. Uh, first of all, so talk about it. It's one of my all-time favorites I found last year at Vin Italy. Uh, Daniele Conterno Barbera turned into one of my top sellers at the restaurant. Big, rich, luscious, and... Daniele is one of the nicest, most genuine guys you're ever going to meet. He is a, you know, family guy. He sends me cheeses from Piedmonte and says, hey, try this with the wine. Let me know what you think. And just a super, super nice guy. Delicious. And it, the best barbaria I've ever had. It's delicious. And then you cooked us some food, too. What would you cook us tonight? A little rigatoni bolognese with some sausage and bread and burrata. Is that a hot dish right there? Could it be picked up? Oh, yeah. I'll pick pick that up, Rich, and see if you can show this camera right over here. This is, oh, yeah. Look yeah, baby. Look at that. Can, can I go ahead and move these out of the way? <laughs> oh, there you go. There it is. Jeez. That's the money shot right there. <laughs> I'm ready to just dive in. Every, and everything. And so excuse us tonight if you hear us eating. We're eating delicious food. Um, what was it, yesterday? It was yesterday. I think it was. Was it yesterday that I came down and saw you? It, it, it was, yeah. We, had to, we did our little sandwich tasting yesterday. <laughs> what were we doing? We were tasting schiacciata sandwiches from my favorite sandwich place in Italy, El Antico Vinaya in Florence. 
and we're trying we're starting to replicate that as a pop up at the restaurant to be able to order pre-order and pick up these sandwiches six different varieties it's all about this bread the bread is schiacciata it is a flat mean squished flat bread from tuscany just with olive oil and salt and it's just the simplest thing somehow tastes the best you know <laughs> Unbelievable. So we, true. We got uh, privileged with a couple of them to go home. It was my dinner last night and Jay's dinner. Did you enjoy your sandwich, Jay? Man, I, I talked to George on the phone earlier and uh, maybe a little too much. <laughs> and, and I don't know. Take that however you want to take it. Are you supposed to eat those in one sitting? Because I did. I did. Yeah. yeah I've yeah. got the quarantine 20 going on right now. <laughs> I'm here with you. Um, so how much? Those sandwiches are only like 15 bucks, aren't they? Yeah, and they they'll, they'll feed one very big person mm-hmm. or a, a couple couple regular yeah. sized people. And, and should probably yep. don't don't take that on yourself. Don't. But best, I mean, those things travel well. They travel very very because well because I was able to eat that hours later and it was perfect. It was just fine. Yeah, that was and it's a, it's been a fun project we've been working on for quite a few weeks and kind of you know when you have something that you've had. And travels around the world, and you try and replicate it when you get it right, it's something awesome. That's a huge victory because, yeah, yeah a lot of times you get it, you get it here, and it's like, uh, uh, what happened? Altitude, something in the plane, who knows? Yep. Especially with bread. Oh, yeah. It's interesting we, as folks pivot their business models, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and we've seen Juan Padro do a few of these things at sandwich shops, but this was like a creation of, of you wanting a sandwich that you love. Right. That's 100% it. <laughs> now, here's a question. Was this something that you had kind of on the back burner for a while? And now, it, it, with our current, pre- you know, takeout, exactly. it presented itself like, oh, now's the time to do that. that now is the time to do it. Because uh, right now, I've got nothing but time. You know, we painted everything in the whole restaurant. <laughs> Refinished all the tables. Taken all the ceiling tiles out of the kitchen. Washed all the tracks. Put all the ceiling tiles back. You know. You're running out of stuff to do. We're organizing and cleaning because we're restaurant people. Mm-hmm. I can't just sit. It's not in we're my not blood. We're not wired that way. No, we're just not wired that way. I want to have people call in and tell their stories of dining at Pizza Republica because uh, I think that it's just one of those locations that lends to stories and, oh, and experience and to- storytelling, right? Um, Rich, welcome. Rich O'Brien. Hi, Greg. I know, man. Tell us about your business. Well, uh, we are manufacturer's representatives for food service equipment and supplies in the Mountain Time Zone. Uh, If you think about the whole Mountain Time Zone, that's our territory. So we have an office in Salt Lake City and Phoenix as well. Uh, We go all the way up to Montana, Wyoming, down into New Mexico and El Paso. And uh, we represent everything from Cambro Manufacturing to the Middleby Cooking Brands, Glass Tender Bar Equipment, Steelite China, Dexter Knives. Anybody that needs any equipment or supplies, just give us a holler. We could help them out. Yeah, you probably talk to guys like you that. Have, he's got all the good stuff. Yeah, yeah I do. I absolutely. Glass, I have glass tender at the restaurant. Well, I got to tell you, you were talking about your your new what you're doing with the creation of your sandwich. It's kind of cool because you're able to create a whole new business model within mm-hmm. your work, you know, within your current business now. And we're trying to do that as well. Is uh, you know trying to do some different things that are out of the box actually. So um, with delivery curbside, that seems to be the big the big mm-hmm. future. So yeah. He was telling me a story yesterday. We went and visited. It's located first. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. <laughs> Beautiful. Thanks, Greg. Got to have you in there. Um, 
what you're doing in Las Vegas right now and some of the energy saving with things that you're telling us with hoods and well, some yeah, of the new so, technology so, is badass right now in your space. Yeah, it really is. And it is. It just continues to get better and better and better. And I think like the Halton hood that we have in our facility, the cool thing about that is that uses about half the CFMs of normal hoods. And what that means is a lot of energy savings, less CFMs, uh, pulling a lot of conditioned air out. You don't actually have to do that. So, you know, it's, it's very green. It's very environmental. And, um, you know, it also creates a nice space so it doesn't get too hot in the kitchen as well so i got an email from a guy last week who uh, when we were talking about well should we pull the saturday show off the radio mm-hmm. right got an email from a guy says man every saturday i cook dinner and i listen to the modern eater show please don't pull it off that's all it was yeah. just a, an email that said that so i appreciate you doing that if you want to call in 303-713-TALK 303-713-8255 as we continue in the kitchen interesting week that we've looked at here today do you guys see some restaurants opening up going rogue I've seen a couple open up going rogue, not very successfully, but they've done it. Yeah, they've tried. They've tried. Absolutely. You know, and, I, and I feel for them because I definitely know what they're going through. It's a battle. We've been closed down for two months now, and every day you're trying to figure out, how am I going to make this work? How am I going to make this work? And would there ever be a point where you would open up because it's still, I mean, if we were deep into July and the only thing that happens to you is a slap on your wrist and you're seeing other businesses open, restaurants open up around you, would there ever be a point? That's kind of a loaded question, right? Well, or would you just not The answer would be yes. Yeah. Would <laughs> you it? Know, You'd have it, to, right? If I can do it safely and guarantee the safety, you know, I'm in the hospitality business. I'm here to take care of people. That includes my guests. That includes my staff. Mm-hmm. If I can do it where they're safe, Absolutely. We've got the social distancing and sanitizers and signs on the door and temps when people come in and all of the pieces. If I think I can do it and do it safely, I'm going to do it. And I listen, at this point, I seriously can't blame him. Um, and wouldn't blame him if, but there are some businesses as well that will say, if we, 25th, and I'm hoping the governor gives a little bit of lead time. Are you thinking June? Do you hear any I'm rumblings? Thinking I'm thinking the 25th that we're going to be able to start serving in restaurants with limited capacity. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Especially in down south in Landmark, yes. In Denver, probably not. Will you jump in at that point or wait? We'll we'll jump right in. So when you we're get ready to, to, go. to go, okay. The we're second g- they say go, five minutes later, I'm open. Okay, we're taking. <laughs> when you do, we're taking the show Absolutely. there because I yeah. think you're doing it right. I mean, you've got every other table blocked off. You've got it blocked off, so it's very apparent. You're putting red uh, tablecloths on the do not sit, right? Exactly. Yeah, I, want, I didn't want it to feel really weird. I've seen restaurants take half the tables out, and the dining room just looks funny. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we went, and I loved. I saw a restaurant in France that put mannequins at the tables. Interesting. It was Michelin star place. I was like, that's brilliant. I'm calling around to see if I can find some mannequins. To get some around. creepy ones, though. Yeah. you got to get some creepy You know mannequins. what we should do? Get a business, start a business, make mannequins of really famous people. <laughs> so when you're there, exactly. look, there's, you know. That's right. Look who's over there. I love that and idea. We're going to tell some stories. If you've been to uh, Pizza Republica in DTC, you've got some great stories. And you don't mind sharing them either. I mean, if no, it happens at the restaurant, why not? If it happens there, we've had a, a few famous people come through there. Yeah, let's tell some stories when we come back. That'd this is a good day. It's a, a Saturday, May 16th, as we can continue. Uh, what was it? March 17th. March 17th. Yeah, right in there. Day. Almost right. two yeah. months. Two months. Yeah. Yeah, St. Patrick's Day. Yep. yep. Unbelievable. All right, so, let's break. Come back. Uh, Studio Kitchen Colorado, the Modern Eater Show continues. Choose your path. 
through Cyberland. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram and Facebook for all the fun photos and videos. Just search The Modern Eater or check out the website, themoderneater.com. Modern Eater family, it's Little Rich. Everybody needs insurance, but do you have the insurance you need? When we opened Studio Kitchen Colorado, home of the Modern Eater, we had no idea what insurance we needed. We didn't even know where to begin. Times like that, I turned to the experts. Our insurance expert, Brian Brenning with the Ewing Levitt Agency. Brian makes the coverage discovery process easy and seamless. Here's what you can expect from Brian and the team at Ewing Levitt. The absolute safest coverage, fair, low rates, quick response time, and honest, straightforward service. I've been in business 40 years. I trust Brian Brenning and Ewing Levitt Agency. He's not just an insurance expert. He's my friend. Make him your friend and expert, too, by calling the Ewing Levitt Agency today, 970-679-7374. For the best and most reliable insurance coverage, that's 970-679-7374. It's the Ewing Levitt Agency. Wear black and eat spices. Hey, Modern Eater listeners, this is Zach from The Spice Guy, Colorado's favorite spice company. Spice is the variety of life. At The Spice Guy, we have a passion for sourcing the best ingredients from the best farmers all over the world. Choose from thousands of different GMO-free spices and ingredients, or let us create and blend custom flavor profiles for whatever style of food it is that you're working with. With over 1,000 restaurants, food brands, and chefs behind us, you can't go wrong when you choose The Spice Guy for all your spice needs. The Spice Guy. Spicy. Born in Breck, raised in Denver. TheSpiceGuyCo.com. Okay, it's Jeff Rourke and May Plus Beverage Solutions time as we ramp back up. That's right, restaurants, you got to get those tap lines cleaned out. Ten bucks per line, it's a gimme. Jeff Rourke, 20 years in the business. He's a family man. He's a local guy. He's been treating people right for a long time, and he's been doing custom installs. Right now, you can add a line, and which you should. If you need beer, wine, water, coffee, nitro, he can make your tap dreams reality. Pouring an efficient beer does what, boys? Pours your money down, down the, the drain. drain. Don't pour your money down the drain. Get a hold of him. It's a phone call away, $10 per line to clean them out. That's a gimme. 720-272-3809. 720-272-3809. Jeff Rourke and A-Plus Beverage Solutions. Hey, this is Brother Luck from Colorado Springs. All right, you ready? <laughs> Owner of Four My Brother Luck and Lucky Dumpling. I mean, he's, he's a very, very impressive man. And you're rocking with the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. All right, welcome back. The Modern Eater Show continues. I think Brian Freeman, can you hear us now? <laughs> He's trying, Jay's trying to get this. So to get Brian Freeman, we miss you, Brian. We'll get back to you in a minute. All right, guys. I miss oh, you guys. Oh, we can hear you. We, we got him. Can you hear us? You got me. I can hear you. Hey, that's we're, good. We're live. We're at the uh, palatial Brian Freeman Estates in Evergreen right there. <laughs> good to see you. We're talking about oh, reopening. Man, guys, this. I haven't been out here in the longest. I miss, I miss, I miss the world. I miss so much. So Brian's one of these guys um, where safe than sorry. So he came down with a little bit of fever, right? And we're to stay clear. Yeah. So he's been quarantining himself uh, for quite some time. He took the test, took two tests, came back negative, both of them, but has symptoms of COVID, right? So he's yep. quarantined himself away and he wants to get back at it, but he's doing everybody a favor uh, and, and staying away. And that must be very difficult for you right now, Brian. You know, the hard thing, I think, is just it's, it's personal. Just I'm a, I'm a people kind of person, and I miss actually interacting with people on a daily basis. I miss just, just having a face-to-face conversation with someone. Um, so that's the hardest. But I will tell you, I, the bigger part is, is I believe that I, it's my responsibility to stay home for people like you guys after, you know, and, and it's been the worst thing for me to stay home and watch all this information about 
<laughs> about it, to be quite honest, because, you know, we find out that we're like every time I'm talking right now, how much is coming out of my mouth and potentially contaminating everyone. That kind of I, I wish that news wasn't out there. You um, look good, man. You but, look good. Yeah. For being feverish, Brian, I do have a prescription. More cowbell. <laughs> More cowbell. We're telling stories in George Eater. Have you met George Eater before from Pizza Republica? You know, George, I have not met you, but I, I love to hear what you got going on over there. I've heard about your food a couple times. Oh, you have Come on, you have to eat. Well, I have yeah. to make you a pizza, and when, once, you, once that fever breaks, come on in, I got you. I think the fever's gone, <laughs> isn't it? But yes, the fever did break about uh, about four days ago. Um, they're telling me to stay away from everyone at five days minimum after the fever. Um, and, and it's weird because it's, it, you, you know, there's just weird symptoms. And that's what's so strange about it's the not knowing, even though you think, you know, you know, mm -hmm. that you get a test. And when the doctor calls you and says, well, you're negative, but 60 percent chance that the negative is inaccurate. <laughs> so right? What do you say that's to that kind of stuff? Right. You know? Not a lot of peace of mind there. Yeah. From the street. <laughs> yeah, you go. Oh, OK, well, that, I, there's a 60 percent chance it's wrong. You know, yep. I. Uh, I wish you would have said there was a 40% chance. I would have felt a little bit better, but that's, you know, so it's a strange, I, I feel for everybody who does, you know, who has it and has worse symptoms because what, you know, it, it's changed my perspective a lot this last week, the last, you know, 10 days of just, of just really, even from my own family, they locked me in a room with a mask the whole time. That way, it wasn't because of COVID, brother. I'll tell you that. Right? <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't it, man. Uh, so I'm glad you're here with us. You hang out and, and jump in anytime you want to. Brian's here Thank with you. us. And that's what's Thank cool you. about technology right now. You guys, you know, we can all stay connected during the uh, social distance. That's absolutely. Um, from the stream, Dave Avery says, love PR. Eat there almost every time I do a show at the DCPA. I think a lot of people do, but right now that's a ghost town, right? DC, yeah, the downtown one is a ghost town. They turned the convention center into a hospital, yeah. and then DCPA canceled Hamilton this week, so they're going to reschedule for 2021. Yeah. So, Dave, appreciate you. I w you know, I wish we could see you down there for a show, and hopefully we can very soon, but thank you for the kind words. How do you handle that influx of traffic from that location when there are shows coming through there? How do you staff for it? How do you plan? I mean, it's all off their schedule, isn't it? Yeah. And then regular business. You're scrubbing calendar after calendar after calendar, and a lot of conversations with the DCPA and their booking folks. This one sold out. Obviously, Hamilton would be a monster show, Yeah. and we're going to sell out everything, and Pre-theater is a challenge. What? What? So just uh, Kristen, by the way, says mannequins are creepy. <laughs> so noted, Kristen. Thanks, Kristen. Thanks for agreeing with me, Kristen. That's right. Um, what kind of money is pulled out of your pocket when you? When, I mean, when I hear that in Hamilton, and that was your baby, and in, in your backyard, I just hear just dollars go flying out the window. There are a lot of dollars been flying. They, oh, man. Grow, they grow wings back in in March when this happened. What do you do with that? Just take it, obviously. What, can, what else can you do? Yeah, nothing, right? You can't do you can't do anything. You know, we renegotiate your rent with your landlord and see if you can get a little break, and then hopefully you have enough money in the bank to to float it, and that's all you can do. Didn't you, you say you had a teeny bit of cushion, and that cushion just went by the wayside? Like that cushion went really, really quick. Dang it, man! I hate hearing that. Yeah, really do. We burned in. We had hundred and some thousand in the bank, and 
we're coming near the end of that. Yeah, the attrition on restaurants is going to be huge, and Main Street just barely opening up right now. And as people look around and go, oh, oh man, look at that, that's gone. And oh, geez, they're barely hanging on. I hope that they come back that restaurant and looking more and more these days. Have you seen some of the stuff they're talking about with the outdoor seating, Brian? You probably have seen a lot about this too. But Boulder on the front end of that, and why not? They're look and and think of that European model, right? Yeah. I th I'd love the idea. We're uh, city council's voting on that at landmark shops to be able to put seating outside on Where the would private you drive. Go? On the private drive next to the restaurant. Gotcha. How about take that whole deck out top there, that whole parking deck? Rumor yeah. is uh -huh. they're going to do a drive-in movie theater with Landmark. Nice. Stop it. It would be awesome. Rumor is. Rumor <laughs> has it. We're already close up against a break here, so I don't want to get into the next topic. But I do want to talk stories. Set us up a story that will be a fun one because you're right next to Comedy Works, and I always love that. Uh, I go I go eat first, and then I go over, over to Comedy Works, and then I'll come back and I'll get a drink. Right? So it's kind of the, the there Tommy works back there and then head on out. I'll set up a really fun one and involves. So the two you gave me yesterday didn't there. Not one of those. N not one of those? Nope. Okay. Totally different one. All right. Very mm -hmm. random Thursday afternoon. A couple really famous, awesome people. And my server was dying in love with one of them and sweated through his entire shirt the second they walk through the door. Well, we'll go from there. <laughs> okay. So I'm getting a little bit from that, right? So there had to be a couple of ladies, right? Comedian ladies, maybe. So I'm going to go with Amy Schumer. It's an Amy Schumer story. Not an Amy Schumer story. Dang it. You're close. You were trying to just Sarah Silverman. <laughs> hey, listen, I still want him to tell the one he told us. I know, but it didn't air. Right. Because right. that's a home run Yeah, story. so we've got a Tracy Morgan story. And as as in case you're watching the stream, the sandwiches you're looking at, those are the delicious sandwiches that we had last night for dinner. And, uh, whew, man, and we're going to take a tour of the kitchen. This is uh, one of those shows to where we're just kind of kicking back and eating dinner together and having a glass of wine and catching up from the week. And uh, meeting new friends. And George Eater from Pizza Republica joins us here today with Rich O'Brien from Elevation Food Service Reps. We'll continue on the other side. It is 6.30 on 6.30 KHOW, iHeart Radio Station. Be back in a flash, and you just hang right there. We'll catch you on the other side right here on the Modern Eater Show on iHeart Radio. Choose your path through Cyberland. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram and Facebook for all the fun photos and videos. Just search The Modern Eater or check out the website themoderneater.com. Hey, it's Greg Hollenbeck. Any more these days, when I go out to eat, I not only want to eat delicious food and drinks, but I also want to eat where I know my money is going to a local restaurant that I believe in. I believe in The Goods Restaurant on Colfax and Mark Whistler. The Goods is a community restaurant and bar with a menu focusing on vegan, vegetarian, gluten-free, and keto options. Comfort food lovers, try the best burger on planet Earth. I love it. Eight ounces of grass-fed beef and never, ever any hormones antibiotics or steroids the goods is truly a cultural melting pot a family restaurant open to all their bar program is amazing saddle up at their long luxurious bar have a nice craft beer or a cocktail like their facebook page and stay up on amazing events and specials going on throughout the week located on east colfax directly connected to the tattered cover bookstore across from east high school with free parking and a garage in back look them up online thegoodsrestaurant.com I'll see you at the goods. 
Hey, Chef friends, it's Little Rich here from Rockalitas Tortillas. Rockalitas, known for hyper-local, innovative, and healthy tortillas and chips, served by Colorado's top chefs, and that's why we only use Colorado Mills sunflower oil. If you, too, want to serve the healthiest, most vibrant-tasting foods, you must use Colorado Mills. Colorado Mills is hyper-local, Colorado-grown, cold-pressed in Lamar, Colorado. Whether you bake, fry, or saute, get your Colorado Mills today. Available through Shamrock, Growers Organic, and Don Foods. For the best oil in the business, use Colorado Mills. The restaurant. All right, you guys, back to the show in just a second. But before we do that, I want to talk to you about my favorite thing in the world, and that is bread. More specifically, Aspen Baking Company. Mm. If you go to AspenBakingCompany.com, you're going to find hoagies, focaccias, baguettes, ciabattas, bear claws, lobster rolls, pound cakes, coffee cakes, croissants, and more. But you're not going to find preservatives. No, you're not going to find artificial coloring. No, you're not going to find chemicals. No, you're going to find sugar. (laughs) You're going to find butter. You're going to find delicious and love. AspenBaking.com, you guys, they are on Amazon Fresh. So if you're one of those folks, I don't know how to use it, but you're smarter than I am. Go to Amazon Fresh. You can get Aspen Baking on there. Order online, buy direct. God, they've been doing it since 1994, the year I graduated. Hashtag, how's your Aspen? Now back to the show. Hi, Michael Myers from Distillery 291. I'll say whatever you want me to say. (laughs) That'll get me in trouble. Ride it like you stole it, drink it like you own it. You're listening to The Modern Eater on iHeartRadio. That's right, Mr. Michael Myers. Ride it like you stole it. <laughs> Brian, welcome back. Hold on. Oh. <laughs> Hello, Brian. We're eating delicious food here tonight. So here's the thing. I got. I figured it out, but it's you know I, I need just like I just need a half a second it, to get him. You know because uh, Jay Parker working I, hard over there on the ones and twos. I feel bad for Brian, but it's not because uh, that he doesn't feel well. It's because he lost a bet and had to wear that shirt. Oh, <laughs> that's a nice shirt, man. Brian's looking good too. I know. It's, it's, I, I laugh so hard because so many people compliment this shirt, and Jay, you know. Jay, Jay, this is a very special shirt. We got a cup of coffee with it, too. (laughs) (laughs) We continue right here from Studio Kitchen, Colorado, and we've got an all-star lineup here. Georgie Eater, I mean, just kind of new best friend type of status. I know we're going to hang out a lot. (laughs) We're in bro love right now. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, let's say the same thing with Rich O'Brien, man. We're over there, little Rich Snyder, you know, he's the mayor. Then you got Jay Parker, he makes us all laugh. And then Brian, he's got the shirt. (laughs) He looks so much taller. And he invented produce. <laughs> he didn't invent produce. We're getting into some good conversations, but we left off with a cliffhanger. It was a cliffhanger of a story. A little cliffhanger of a story. <laughs> so my, my server, Andrew, very tall. What was this? The year of our Lord when? Uh, probably about three years ago. Okay. All right. And just random Thursday afternoon between lunch and dinner, and, you know, everybody winds down after you're done with lunch, and dinner doesn't start until 5 or 6 o'clock, so it, you know, 3.30, 4 o'clock, I started getting frantic phone calls. Justin Timberlake and Jessica Biel are sitting in the restaurant. Oh, man. Eating meatballs and burrata. I don't know who I'd have a bigger crush on, man. Right? Timberlake. Oh, well, like, yeah, he's man. the guy, man. And Every and guy likes Timberlake. And there's my, there's my server, Andrew, okay. absolutely in love with Justin Timberlake. <laughs> Perfect. Has to go on the walk-in and air his shirt out in yeah. the walk-in fan because he's just sweating like crazy. And everybody was dying, but those, you know, they were just out house shopping or visiting her, her family because she's from here. And it, just the random, most random occurrence for them to walk through the door. And not even playing over at uh, the comedy center or <laughs> comedy store. No, just out bouncing around. Was he cool? He was awesome. Yeah. They were the, okay. only, they were the only people in the entire restaurant. I wonder, did the server <laughs> go over and like, here's a cannoli in a box? 
<laughs> I think he tried a version of that. <laughs> All right, give us a Tracy Morgan story. Well, this is a, a, an oldie but a goodie from Comedy Works back in the day, back when marijuana was just becoming legal. And, you know, I think everybody knows Tracy Morgan is not shy about not at all having a few pops and smoking and yep. all that kind of stuff. And, you know, Saturday night, and he's getting ready to go on the, on the show, you know, on stage at like 7 or 7.30, and everybody's frantically searching around like, where's Tracy? Where's Tracy? And finally they found him laying out back behind Comedy Works and Landmark Theater. He'd walked the back way and fell down in the little drainage ditch down there and Decided to passed take out because he was so stoned. <laughs> <laughs> missed his entire he show. He missed the whole show? Missed the whole How show. How do they deal with something like that? Stretch. Carefully. Stretch? <laughs> I mean, people want their <laughs> money back. Where's Tracy Morgan? It, carefully. I don't think she's booked them since then. Unbelievable. But it, That's that, a story, right? That was, Yeah, you're like, whoa, how, what happened to him? Yeah. <laughs> but, God, all I think about is the guy that has my job kind of, sort of, or something. I don't waiting for To him. where somebody looks at me and yes. goes, where's Tracy? Where is he? Yeah. You know, and, and handler. You go, mm-hmm. Yeah, and you just go, uh, ooh, I don't know. He died. He's dead. So, <laughs> It's all my. I'm going to just leave. Exit stage left. Richie, you were in comedy for the longest time. Did, uh, you, ever, long did you ever play ago? that store? In DTC? Uh, no, no, that was open. I, when I was doing it, it was just the sto- the the comedy works, the mothership down on uh, on Larimer Square, and some great stories down there. We didn't have anything quite like that. A couple people not showing up because they were just a mess, but uh, but Wendy did the right the thing. So she had a place over at the towers over there at uh, in DTC, and she also had one at um, Brooks Towers, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the the apartment. She had a little yeah. apartment to keep the comics at. Yeah, and she, she's awesome. She handles things so, so great. She's a treasure. You know, uh, day, uh, let's see, it was Doug Olson and uh, Ed Nichols started it. She took it over from them and just did take it to another level. She's done tremendous. Yeah, she's awesome. Some of the best acts have gone through there, right? I mean, anybody that's anybody has gone through there. Yeah, yeah. It was fun. You know, we talk about that here is that sometimes we get people in here, chefs together, mm-hmm. And I know we're going to look back 10 years from now and go, my God, can you imagine on one Saturday we had this yeah, chef and this one was suing for that one. And also because that's what used to happen down at the yeah. Comedy Works. I mean, I was there in the early 80s. Mm-hmm. We saw Rob Schneider there, I don't know, what, two years ago? Mm-hmm. Yeah. For your birthday, right? Yeah. yeah, for your birthday. Great show. And you can tell the pros, man. And the pros get real up. Mm-hmm. And then when they're down, you know, you've seen a couple of uh, guys come through uh, your place where they command a whole table. You're telling me that yeah, story. John Lovitz. And then, and then what? Then he loves his then little he, dog. Then he, then he changed. He used to come and sit at the community table uh-huh. and sit right in the middle. Didn't matter how many people around him. I mean, he engaged the entire table. Whole show just sitting there. And he would engage everybody for hours. And then a couple of years later, he came in and he had a little pug dog. And he sat by himself in the corner and just, I love you, little dog. I love you, little dog. And that was it. I don't know if it was a new part of the act or what he had what he had going on, but it wasn't, wasn't social John that Lovitz was that it. day. But did, he, he, he loved that dog. Did anybody come in and throw money around? No, not really. Like buy out the place or? No, I, so- haven't, I haven't done a buyout at DTC. We have so many. It's such a neighborhood spot. Mm-hmm. Regulars, I just don't feel right in turning away. My regular bar guests or my regular that are coming in to shut it down entirely for, you know, one person. 
I, I well, that's probably group. because you haven't heard the right number yet. <laughs> no, I didn't. I've had a lot of numbers thrown, and yeah. it's just not, you know, downtown, absolutely. You know, for a big company, we shut that down all the time. Mm-hmm. DTC, I've never done, like, an entire buyout unless it's for, a, like, a barbecue. We did a pig roast for Leukemia Lymphoma Society, mm-hmm. but still open for, like, a charity thing. Huh. That's a pretty strong location as far as uh, other businesses around you too in Landmark. Yeah, it's a it's its own little it's its own little world over there. Mm-hmm. And between you know, Comedy Works is an awesome draw, mm-hmm. the movie theater that's there, and then the you know little you know family of restaurants that lives in there. It, which are uh, what are so there's Hoppa's a, over there. Hoppa's over there. Um, Jing is over there. They just reopened. Slattery's, uh, Bad Daddy's, Ted's. I got knocked Yanni's out by an umbrella Greek. at Bad Daddy's over there. Just so you know, I did get knocked. Jay, I got knocked out, didn't I? You saw it, man. He took Thinking. a little. He took a little pop to the head, man. The, the whole knock. <laughs> I I attract was, umbrellas. I don't know another, how, that, that but Colorado patio umbrellas. Another it, five it, years. It picked he, it up and then the, it came right at me. And, <laughs> Hit me in the head. I'm laying out. In another five years, there'll be a an, a, a coma attached to the story, you know. And, well, what time and, of night uh, was it? Yeah. That was this afternoon. Yeah, it was it's a, like no, man. Lunch meeting. I was speaking Latin for six hours after this happened, and nobody knows. <laughs> Jay, come on, man. I was down. He, he took a pop to the head. He did take a pop from the umbrella. I'll give him that. He, I don't remember, and you know, maybe I'm wrong. I just don't remember you being knocked out. I remember you saying some swear words and rubbing your head a lot. That's what I remember. Okay, all right. Happens. Umbrellas time down, right? I mean, time down. That's what we do. That's all. Yeah. You know, he says, um, but, "Hey, man, like, umbrellas time down." You know, that's all I'm saying. Well, you shouldn't have loosened it, Jay. Yeah, he <laughs> probably I, did. I was the one, yeah, getting the, the nuts well played. You know, loose on the railing of the, uh, you know, 30th floor. Greg, come on out here. Well, look at this view. He probably did. Where'd you come up with the name? Pizza Republica. The yeah. whole, whole bunch of us sat in a room as we we're coming up with the, kind of the concept idea, and we're going through different like. Via for the street, or via Tribunale, or you know A13, like in in San Francisco, and we're like, well, we know we want to have pizza in the name. Yeah. And Republica, as we found out and looked through all these different translations, was basically you know for the people, and that's res publica as it translates in Latin, as it translates to a public affair. And I'm like, well, that's kind of what we want to do. Yeah. You know, bring that embracing Italian hospitality to Colorado, give everybody a hug, make them something to eat. So pizza for, you know, pizza as a, as a basically public affair. And that's where it started. And we just went, went along with it. You've been in the business for a while. Been in the business for my, pretty much my whole life. I said, man, you were a 40 year old guy. That's what I thought. He's like, he, he blew me away. I was like, what? He's 80. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Doesn't look a day over 75, man. I'm telling you. Well, you've been in the business a, a spell, right? Been in the business a spell since I was 13. Wow. What'd you start out doing? Um, making pizzas at my uncle's pizza place. Mm-hmm. So Uncle Paul's Pizza in Gross Point, Michigan. Did, we're making good pies. Did they you make great, but Detroit-style pies. Still so around. Like, like Blue Pan. Here. What's, what's, oh, Detroit, yeah. what's Detroit style? Like that Sicilian deep dish pizza. Yeah. Okay. So black metal, put the dough down in first, push it down, add your cheese, and then you put lines of sauce above the cheese and then your toppings. I almost feel like we have to pause every so often to go, hey, Brian, what do you think of that? 
<laughs> I know. Well, then I gotta unmute him so we don't hear him talking to his kids like he thinks we can't hear him. He's like, where he talks real I quiet. You were... Oh, sweetheart, I got it. I'm doing a show right now. Oh, you know. You got a sweet house, dude. <laughs> I know that sounds so good, man. That uh, you know, I, I wonder where would you where would you say beside yourself? You know, we've had a lot of pizza guys on the show, and you know, none of them. I I, I haven't met anyone as as like humble as Jason. Where Jason. McGovern goes to everybody's place I, and really gets into it. Are, are you out? There I love kind of pizza with a passion, and I go out and visit everybody else. And it, you know, people still get mad at me like you'll still eat a Little Caesars pan pan. I'm like, I grew up in Detroit. Of course, I'm gonna eat Little Caesars pan pan pizza. Why not? And hey, Jay- you know, I love Pizzeria Cali up in Boulder. I love, you know, uh, Kelly's place, Kelly Whitaker's place, Basta. Mm-hmm. He does some Basta great stuff. Good. Does. You know, you can't go wrong going to like Juan Pedro or Bordeaux. Totally. You know, Marco's downtown. Wait, you know, what's the pizza place on this funny road that goes weird over here in Lakewood? Yeah, what, what, what's oh, that? Morrison Road. Morrison Road, yeah. And we went up there one. It was uh-huh. freezing. Yeah, what was the name of that place? Was it Pizza Louie? It was. So, cl- pizza, close. Pizza, something like that. Pizzeria. Louis. Oh, <laughs> I, I can't remember I now. I can't either, but that's good pizza. To me, hey, there's no such thing as a bad pizza. Jay, let's have a party, right? I just saw Biker Jim Pittenger uh, tune in on the uh, stream here. Let's uh, let's take a break. Let's come back. Let's start Zooming people. Get a big old Zoom call together. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Who else should we get in here? Biker Jim. We'll get Biker Jim in here with yeah, Jay. I'll, I'll, I'll Zoom Biker Jim. Yeah, who else? Yeah. Hey, Biker Jim, are you ready to get Zoomed? Uh, I'm looking at the stream. See who else wants to get Zoomed with us. We can, uh, anybody wants to get Zoomed, we'll Zoom you in. We're having fun tonight. <laughs> kind of have to. We've been doing this for two months. You, you know what's you know what's fun tonight? Yeah. What? We're eating. Yes. Greg, you and I are I've eating never, during I, the show. I really We've don't eat on the show. That's a good thing. I don't. It's delicious food. Yeah. And it's a great night and new friends. Rich O'Brien, here's one for you. Talking about how do you come across your names? How'd you come across Elevation Food Service reps? You know, it all just makes sense, though, right? You can Google it. Yeah, you know, it was uh, it was Elevation reps initially, mm-hmm. and um, I had somebody say to me one time, they go, "Why, why, what font is that you're using?" And I said, "Oh, it's the the font that they use for money." She goes, "Money's old." You need to be new. You need to tell people what you do. And the elevation part just came from being in Colorado. And I think when I started the business, I was uh, I was actually driving, trying to figure out what to do. And as I went through Boulder, I saw, you know, elevation 5290. And I yeah. was like, elevation. And that was really it. It was, it was fairly simple. I so, hope it was uh, 5280 because 5290 is a weird uh, variance of that. Well, is Boulder 5290? It's, what's Boulder's elevation? What is it's, Boulder's it's elevation? Up in this, I think They've got their the own elevation. elevation. I know they're high. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they are high. <laughs> My they money's high. going yeah, on they, that. Yeah, they, they are high. <laughs> Higher are. than Denver. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. living in Louisville, you know, that was that, that was the same. You know, Boulder for grown-ups, as we like to call it. Yeah, so. I call it the People's Republic of Boulder. It truly is. It's spot and uh, we love it all so we're going to try and do some fun stuff here and uh, we'll take a break we'll come back at 6:46. and in the kitchen is up next we are in the kitchen at studio kitchen colorado and having a great night on a spring evening it's saturday may 16th and this week's going to be an interesting week you guys you buckle up wait until you see what happens yeah. this week we're going to do some predictions uh, we're going to check in with a few people, but uh, Biker Jim will hopefully come in with us on the Zoom stream. And then let's think, who else should we include on the Zoom stream? Should we like look for 
Brunson or Chef Brother. Yeah. Chef Brother I Luck. He was cooking earlier. There's a lot of movement in Colorado Springs. Just start right firing now. off the link to well, any I, and everybody. I got a couple you're, of things going. You do you really? Just fire off the links <laughs> to all these guys. Yeah. Hey, shout out to Rich O'Brien. Look at this T-shirt he's wearing, man. That's right in my heart. Power to the local dreamer. Oh, I, I thought I love I that shirt. I said lacrosse. I was going to be God, lacrosse. <laughs> Why? That's what I thought it said. I, I'm sorry. I'm the local dreamer, man. I love that hey, shirt. Hey, since you got so much time, could you make us a sandwich, Jay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fire that. Yeah, talking sandwiches. Just and, call my mom you know, and fire And I bet you woke up hey, last night. Get your night mom on the Zoom stream. That'll be great, man. Dude, I, man, it would blow you. She couldn't. I'll. T- I would try, but give it a shot. <laughs> you were busy crushing that sandwich last night. You. Woke up with half of oh, it on your stomach, didn't you? Man, right? I'm, t- I'm telling you, yep. what, man. I was told, Georgia, uh, it's I. This is and this is. I'm not being sarcastic when I say this, but if there was like a hidden camera on me or something, and it's like, oh, let's watch this 43-year-old guy eat a sandwich, <laughs> everybody would left would have left the room, going like, I'm not the same person I was when I, when I went into that room, and I really can't tell you why. It's like, well, what happened? It's like I have no idea. But watching that guy eat that sandwich the way he did, I, I feel like I need a shower. Everybody be looking for a public shower. You know, the next internet YouTube thing, one man in a sandwich. I don't know what's going to happen in the, the next segment. What's on that sandwich? Who knows what's going to happen with the rest of the show, but it's going to happen. You stick around. You'll find out when we continue on the Modern Eater Show. Choose your path through Cyberland. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram and Facebook for all the fun photos and videos. Just search The Modern Eater or check out the website, themoderneater.com. Want to bake the best? Bake with the best. Little Rich here from Rockalitas Tortillas and the Modern Eater. Our wraps fold cold and don't break open, yet they're soft and delicious. What's my secret? Ardent Mills. Organic, ancient, and heirloom grains like quinoa, spelt, and more. Locally headquartered in Denver, Colorado, Ardent Mills provides the industry's broadest range of traditional and organic flours, whole grains, customized blends, and specialty products dedicated to providing the culinary industry with the next grains and unique plant-based ingredients. I love Ardent Mills, and I know you will too. To bake the best, you must use the best. Learn more at ardentmills.com. Taxes, payroll, and workman's comp? Ugh. If you're a business owner, I bet hearing me say those dirty words made you cringe. Hi, I'm Rebecca Berry with Forth, and I know growing and managing a business can seem overwhelming and just daunting at times. But at Forth, we've got you covered. Forth knows you want to take your business to the next level. Forth was designed to be the partner you need and will allow you to free up your time and resources to do what you do best, grow and manage your business. Call me. Let's talk about how I can help. 720-436-8047. That's 720-436-8047. Rebecca with Forth. Listen up, barbecue lovers. Greg Holland back here for Proud Souls Barbecue and Provisions. Proud Souls is Denver's authority of all things barbecue. Do you rule your neighborhood with the best backyard barbecue? From beginners to pit masters, Proud Souls has all the equipment you could possibly want. A variety of wood, pellet, and charcoal grills and smokers. Award-winning pit masters and owners of Proud Souls, Dan and Tony, have a passion for barbecue, and it shows. Located on 25th and Federal, Proud Souls retail store is bursting at the seams with your barbecuing essentials, the Spice Guy spices, and superior flavored fuels for your pit like hickory, mesquite, oak, pecan, cherry, apple, peach, maple, grape, and a variety of blends. Hit their website, ProudSoulsBBQ.com, for delicious hands-on barbecue classes and get information on current promotions and deals. For the best in barbecue, locally owned and operated on 25th and Federal, there are guys. Proud Souls Barbecue and Provisions. That's ProudSoulsBBQ.com. 
whose cuisine reigns supreme. You're listening to the Modern Eater Show. The ultimate gourmet challenge. And it's time for In the Kitchen. Okay, why not? We can do this. It's a Saturday night, and we're having fun in the kitchen. Studio Kitchen Colorado, and that's what it's all about, man. Service industry people getting together. Servitude, Rich. That's what it's all about. That's, that's what we live, eat, breathe, everything. Chin, chin. Oh, whoa, whoa. Get that up there. Entertainment, right? <laughs> Entertainment. Uh, continuing. Yes. That's the voice of Rich O'Brien, Elevation Food Service reps. And uh, Pizza Republica, George, George Eater, continues here with us. And uh, little Rich Snyder, good to see you. You Great didn't die last here. week. Um, just to make a distinction, that was Little Richard. That's correct. And paying homage to that. I did get a call. <laughs> One I was like, are you kidding? I did get a call. I heard. I said, nope, it's not true. He's here with us. Yeah. Uh, Jay Parker, who are, we, who are we working on? We're trying to get a weird uh, Zoom call yeah, going. Yeah, well, uh, J- Biker Jim says, uh, let me finish up my uh, croissant, and I will uh, try <laughs> to connect. He did not. A he croissant. Says, he's got to eat a hot dog, right? I mean, let me finish a hot dog. No, he's having dinner. I mean, I don't know what he's having. That was just me saying that. But um, he, he said that uh, he would connect. I, I hit up Jared Leonard just because he was readily available in your computer, and then I also uh, <laughs> hit up... Uh, Somebody else. I think well, I, t- I think I texted a link to Brother Luck and said, uh, "Hey, Chef." Brother was doing something cool tonight. You know what he's doing? So Brother, Brother Luck, Colorado Springs, four by Brother Luck. He's getting packages together where you can come pick them up, buy them, right? Food packages, uncooked, or he'll send them out. Then they'll get to the people. Everybody has them. Then he does a cooking class and everybody cooks with Brother. I love that idea. Really cool. That's really cool. He did that tonight. His labradoodles were barking in the background and going crazy. His <laughs> wife, Tina, was like, shut up, you know. It's just that live type of thing. And everybody's online right now doing their thing. You know, Jay, you're looking through my uh, phone list there. What did Sonia Riggs say? Sonia Riggs from the Colorado Restaurant Association. Uh, one match there. Okay, we'll just see. Of course not. You're <laughs> you feel like you're looking at something private here, don't you? <laughs> it's like, should I be reading this? I don't know. Whoops, that just auto-loaded. <laughs> delete, delete. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Brian Freeman, why are you laughing, man? <laughs> I, I love to see. I think you guys are doing such a great show right now. I love to see the energy in there. I love to see what's going on down at the studio in this time right now. I mean, Maybe I don't get out a lot right now, and I'm in a cave. But uh, you know, I love to see what's going on down there. So Please. Brian, Brian got a I, nice cave. Nice showing yeah. his artwork. Hey, hey Brian, I'm curious though, because you say you're not getting out, but you look like you've been getting quite a bit of sun. So maybe you've been getting out. He's flushed a little bit. Playing some yeah, golf. that's just me. I get, oh, okay. I, I wish I. I did today. I actually took a walk a couple of days ago. I tried to take a walk, and my I just didn't have the lung capacity. But today, I actually did get out for a walk the first time. So it was nice. It's nice. Yeah, good to see that. Like, Robert Redford kind of look going on with you right there. <laughs> I wasn't thinking that, but okay. <laughs> good looking guy, man. Um, continuing here. This is a um, one of those days where we're like, you know, people are, we're trying to get our businesses ramped back up and everybody's losing their shirt and, you know, small businesses is going away as we know it. And people don't really know how, you know, it, we're allowed to smile and laugh a mm-hmm. little bit, aren't we, guys? I mean, we Absolutely. have to. Absolutely. Yeah, we have to right now. Whew, it's an interesting time we're looking into. So we only have a couple of minutes to the top of the hour. I want to do this. Let's go around Robin here. Take a glimpse into this next week. Let's do some predictions. Go into your crystal ball. What are we, what's going to be news forward this week? Rich, what do you think? Well, I think we're going to slowly start opening back up. I, this week? Next week. 
next I, week. I What's the date today? So because that'd be two more weeks before the 25th, right? Two more weeks. But that's that's the metro area. I think some of the mountain areas are starting to open back up they a are. little bit yep. as well. What I'm hearing from friends in Georgia, and I think we were talking about that a little bit earlier, is people are still a little bit concerned about coming out. Mm -hmm. And so I think that the curbside and the to-go is going to still be a, a real big part of our lives for uh, for the next week or two. But people are ready to get out. They are. Yeah, they, they, they really are. And, you know, the thing about it is once we're out, I don't think they ever get us back in again. Interesting. All mm -hmm. right. Unless unless the hospitals start filling up well, again. Well, of course. We'll see what that looks we're like. We're human beings. Yeah. We care about each yeah. other for sure. George, what do you think this next week's going to look like? I think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to launch my sandwich idea starting mm -hmm. on Wednesday and mm -hmm. slowly, slowly work into that. And then crossing my fingers for the 25th and maybe a little bit sooner. We're still waiting on guidance from Tri-County as to what exactly the, the rules are going to be. But I think, come on, just let us open the patio. Give us, give me four tables. Boom, boom. Give me four tables outside. Jay. For a mindset. For a mindset, That's, right? It would, just so I can get back to waiting on people. You know, yes, we're cooking and we're doing, but even my guys in the kitchen, it's so weird to be on the line. And we have an open kitchen, right, mm -hmm. with nobody in the dining room. There's nobody there. Nobody. It's dead quiet. It's it almost takes more energy to cook in that environment than it does. It, you're so much more energized when you've got 100 people in the room. Put five people in the room. Give me something. Gotcha. You know, that's yeah. an interesting conversation, guys, about the whole feeling the pulse of a restaurant and not being able to feel a pulse. It's something that when I was in the restaurant, there were several principles that I always, you know, management by inclusion and several things I learned early in my career. But feeling the pulse was something that I always talked to when I would train people, that you've got to be engaged with the restaurant. If everything's hustling, be part of it, right? Mm -hmm. All right, let's do this. We have to break away. I see Zach, Zach Johnson, the Spice Guy, joins the stream. The stream. Emma Nemechek as well. Let's try and get some of these folks on with us. We're going to try and get a weird Zoom call on in the next hour. And why not? Uh, I'm going next week, patio, patio, patio. Everybody's going to be talking about how can we extend our space to the outdoors. It's going to get interesting. I can't wait to see it. All right, we'll continue next hour, coming up next on the Modern Eater Show. It's time for the second course, hour number two of the Modern Eater. What are you hungry for? Here's to a meal we're all here for. Delicious and tasty. Now we're getting to the good stuff. With your hosts, Greg Hollenbeck, Jay Parker, and Brian Freeman. Ah, yes, we can. On the air everywhere, the Modern Eater show continues. It's kind of a fun time in the kitchen tonight. And uh, Studio Kitchen Colorado is where we're broadcasting live from. Uh, before we do that, I have to set the stage because Monday through Friday, we're airing from 2 to 4 p.m. on the live stream and just trying to keep Colorado connected as uh, this weirdness continues. And the next steps for the Modern Eater show is to get out there, out of studio as much as we can in the weeks ahead to be at businesses, showing what those businesses are doing to be ahead of the game of people that we believe are doing the right thing right now. Yep. The successful reboots. Yeah. And they're going to be out there. Those stories are going to be there. At the top of that list will be Pizza Republica and George Eater. And the minute that you reopen, you let us know we're going to be right there. We got your back, man. Thank you. Thank you. I want to talk to Brian after he changed his shirt because that shirt's spectacular. But before you change that shirt, I saw the best tomatoes I've seen this year. 
Yeah, Where did, did you, you like get them? those tomatoes? I got to talk to you about those tomatoes for the restaurant. Those are spectacular. Yeah. <laughs> got some good tomatoes there, Brian. Where did you, did you get those at natural grocers, or did you get that from what chefs wants and growers organic? It's well, they they came from there, but they came from some of my friends out down in the Baja. So uh, yeah, they came out of their ne- Nature's Nectar, an incredible company out of uh, Southern California. They're growing right down in the Baja. If you're here uh, tuning in, they look Eli- awesome. Elizabeth from the stream says, hello from New Jersey. Well, hello, New Jersey. How are you doing? Good to see you. Uh, international. Well, you know. Well, now, um, New Jersey, so the question, uh, going back to comedy. Who, who knows was, her? Who what, knows Elizabeth? What exit? That's me. <laughs> yes, oh, you know Elizabeth? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Okay. Usually, if someone says you're from New Jersey, you go, what exit? What exit? <laughs> what exit? <laughs> There's three of them. <laughs> Um, continuing on, ask him a produce question. It's a, it's a trip. Those tomatoes are spectacular. I had a hard time with, you know, good vine ripes for a caprese during the summer. So we switched to Kumatos in the wintertime. What do you suggest for a great caprese tomato? Ooh, you know, winter's always hard, but I'll tell you, there's some guys down in Arizona by the name of the Crisantes family who have a 40 acre greenhouse right in the USA side. Um, and they're doing a vine ripe that is off the charts. Now I, you know, I'm a snob though. I always go to a good Roma is a good fit to a, you know, I like what you should have is a Campari tomato, right? I mean, that would be your, that's your ultimate, you know, like your, your, um, there's a San, uh, San Marzano. Why do Roma favorite? So, Roma seems so dull to me. They don't give well, me that. But see, Roma robust. is a general name. You got to remember that because like a, a San Marzano is in the Roma family, mm-hmm. and that's like the, the San Marzano is one of hands down one of the best flavorful tomatoes, especially done right. Um, now, are tomatoes yeah, grown so, like grapes? Are is it are the region? Are there varietals and varieties? Oh, yeah. Are they really? San Marzano is just a varietal of Roma. Okay. Just growing in San Marzano, Italy. That's what you use for our, our base pizza sauce is all San Marzanos. Yep. Yep. And, well, and the thing is, is what's cool is we, we have a couple of California farms that have started growing that variety and started growing some of these old. Um, I, I was talking with a friend. I found this seed. It's called Seed Italy or Italy Seed, something like that. Seed Italia. They're out of Kansas. And you can buy all these heirloom varietal seeds and grow these super cool different produce and greens that you've never seen in the u.s um i encourage people to check that out i gotta i gotta talk to you about some tomatoes and mushrooms for my summer menu (laughs) we we have some fun stuff we're gonna do now mushrooms where do you go with mushrooms you guys you can get really geeky on mushrooms but i love me some mushrooms and i hated them growing up as a kid was there anything that you hated growing up as a kid but your your flavors uh, changed your taste changed lentil soup lentil soup couldn't do it. Couldn't do it as a kid. I just don't know what it is. The texture and the color and I couldn't. You couldn't get me to go anywhere near it. Now I love lentils. So. It was mushroom for me. <laughs> Richie, what was yours? The Beatles. The Beatles. <laughs> and you like them now? I, I got you. Hey, Rich, how about you? Tomatoes. Tomatoes. Yeah. Didn't like them much. Not as a kid. Thought they were mealy. Love them now. Absolutely. How about you, Brian? Brian says he's a super taster. Yeah, well, but the thing is, I'll tell you, there's nothing that I don't like except one thing still to this day. My mother, when I was a kid, she made me the worst tuna. It was SOS, basically, if you know what that that term is. (laughs) It was tuna with cheese and a tomato on top heated in the oven. But the tuna was out of the can. It, it like, is the worst thing I've ever eaten. I still have it burned on my memory. But I'll eat anything. 
I'm I'm a foodie man. How about you, Jay? Uh, nothing. Uh, you know, I don't I don't like uh, the only I I'm like fr- uh, Freeman in the sense I I can eat anything. You know, vegetable, fruits. You yeah. know, I'm not crazy about certain things, right? Like I'm not crazy about tomatoes on my salad. I eat them. They don't taste bad, right? But I, it's not like I'm like, ooh, that was a good tomato. I just eat them because they're there, you know, but I don't dislike them enough to say no tomatoes. Um, but the only thing that I really know of that I dislike to eat is peas. Um, like split, love split pea soup, that whole game, you know, where I love split pea soup, but I hate the actual pea. I'm not crazy about uh, peas. Like people have that wasn't a plate even of, the question, plate, man. Well, it was like, what did you grow up eating that you didn't like that you liked? Well, like that's now? what I said. No, nothing. I've always hated peas. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> well, I hate right now water chestnuts. Those ruin my life, and they ruin everything around them. Water chestnuts. Well, so Ooh. what about you, though? Did you have something? It was mushroom. Mushrooms it, it is, I didn't like it, at all. Else? And blue cheese. Blue cheese. I hated growing And now it's like, I love me some blue cheese, Well, man. there's so much good blue cheese <laughs> so out there. Much. What do you think, Brian? I, I love where this is going. I think cheese, though. Think of some stinky Limburger cheese or some head cheese that when you were a kid. I mean, there's even times today when I walk in a room and I'm like, oh, man, that smells so bad. But then I'll taste it. And I'm like, <laughs> and it's delicious. <laughs> what was that cheese that we had in the in the iHeart studio that they brought in from uh, what's that place called? The, the, the... Yeah, where he was melting it off the thing and sliding it. Down. Oh, Raclette. D- disgusting. Yeah, I mean, just the thing. Like a... And then you eat it and you're like, oh, yeah, man, that's delicious. Yeah. You know? Dead person's foot, you know, and it would stay in the room forever. It was such terrible yeah. smell, and they're like, "Boy, that's yeah. delicious." You ever opened yeah. up an ice chest and there's a foot in there? It's just kind—it's of, kind of like that. Rotting flesh. I keep looking at this Cambro box behind me, man. I'm going, "What is this thing? Is this a cool? Is it front loaded, side loaded? What? First of all, well, Cambro—that yeah. you, you have to be in the business and know Cambro, right? Yeah, I think everybody knows Cambro. Yeah, yeah. yeah you know, it's—it's it's almost like the Kleenex, right? You know, people refer to the plastic yeah, pants a as, as a Cambro. You know, um, you guys ever work with a company that just seems to have a crystal ball? That they, they just always seem to be ahead of the curve. No, what's next? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know, and that's that's what's been great about representing Cambro because they're they're very much the type of company that comes out with new products. You know, every three days there's a new product. And sometimes they work for the most part. Uh, every now and then when they don't, they pull them off the market. But you know, for years, people have known Cambro as, um, you know, a supplier for catering in addition to having food pans yeah. and tumblers. And Trays was actually how they started their uh, their manufacturing company. It was always sort of a, a hard thing for an, a restaurateur to buy something to hold curbside food. All right. And a few years ago, uh, Cambro built a manufacturing plant in North Carolina to produce what is called EPP. This is expanded polypropylene. What expanded polypropylene is, is if you see like the polypropylene pans we have, they're just little beads of the polypropylene pans. And what's cool about this is it's very inexpensive. So an independent operator can actually get into the catering business and the holding business. So as technology kind of continues to go on, you get better and more efficient technology. So for a couple hundred bucks, somebody can get something that can hold food for curbside delivery or to go. And as you do see, it is op- it does open up. It's super, super lightweight. Um, and then the other thing is you can actually, we've got some thermal what? thermal units that you can put. Nice. You could boil these, get them nice and hot. We've got the uh, units that you could put in the freezer. But what's really nice about this unit is once you close this, you do have a nice little self-contained, um, nice little self-contained uh, hot box. Okay, and you know these things are just several hundred bucks. Whereas years ago, when you were trying to buy the ones with the hard side, 
really struggling to get those going. Was, so, anyways, that's yeah. I was going to throw that out every every use. Yeah, well, Just kidding, well, well, but they also they invested in curbside to go yeah. and deliver. And now with everything going on, it's like, wow, they just always seem to know what's coming next. So, you know, who this dude is. Hey, Pearson. <laughs> what's going on, everybody? Hey, well, we, we only called you up to go show your Jeep, man. <laughs> Oh, I just, I just need somebody to go with me. I mean, Sarah and I are always looking for somebody to hang out. Well, hey, me and Jay or me and Little Ray or variants of all of these guys right here. You know who's in the room right now? Let me just set it up for you. We got Pizza Republica and George Eater here with us. Rich O'Brien, Elevation Food Service reps. Uh, Little Rich Schneider, the mayor. Jay Parker, myself, and Brian Freeman's on the Zoom call as well. This is Pearson Shields. He's the executive sous chef of the uh, Hyatt and the former Saint downtown. Town, and that is closed down right now, but you're uh, keeping yourself busy, aren't you? We are. You know, we have, uh, we got together with some of the sous chefs doing a thing with some prepared meals, and, you know, Rich over at Elevation has been awesome letting us use his kitchen, and we have, we have just about $1,000 right now to donate back to the ACF for the culinary students. So I think this week with our Mediterranean menu, I think it'll push us over the top to get over 1000 bucks to donate back. That's fantastic. Hey, yeah, Pearson, how do we get more information about that? Where yeah, do we go? How Brian do we wants to match so, it. So yeah. we're so <laughs> so well, first of all, I feel like I'm in front of a celebrity just talking to Brian because I haven't seen this guy in forever. But you can go on you can go on Facebook at, at Be Prepared Denver or on um, on our Instagram, which we have, you know, Andrew and myself, which I can get you guys if you guys want to post up. But at Be Prepared Denver, we have all our menus on there. And we're doing pickups on, on Wednesday and on Friday in Littleton. Hey, Emma, That's if awesome. you're going to comment on the stream, Emma Nemechek, you're going to have to come on via Zoom. Uh, we love Emma Nemechek. <laughs> oh, so, yeah. Uh, Chef Emma Nemechek. What else is going on? And you guys are kind of teaming up as well, huh? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. 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 Why not? Well, because Pearson's awfully talented, right? I mean, I, uh, I, I'm i just thrilled to have the kitchen working. Yeah. You know, when you see that thing shut down the first couple of weeks of the lockdown, I was at the building by myself. Yeah. You kind of wander and you're yeah. like, oh, God. And he came over, started talking to me about what he was doing with the chefs helping chefs. And so where are you preparing everything? And he goes, well, my house. I was like, so I have this kitchen that's not being used. And yeah. it's just been great. The, you talk about the buzz. You talk mm-hmm. about, mm-hmm. you know, things being alive. You just, you want that kitchen alive. And Pearson and his team have just really brought it alive. And it's been really great, yeah. really great. And we're hoping to do some things with Pearson moving on into the future with, you know, some hosted dinners and all sorts of fun stuff. Yeah. Jay will come over and make cheesesteaks. He wanted to do that yesterday. Well, I hope he'll bring <laughs> He was that. trying to poke holes in this machine. <laughs> well, He's I like, don't... yeah, that doesn't work, Rich. I don't know. I'm... Well, just don't bring that dead foot cheese. That's, uh, <laughs> we'll be all right without that. So. <laughs> well, I wonder if people know how talented Pearson is. And we were talking about this uh, during break. Like the first event we did, the first show from the studio, studio. Pearson and Cheeto were the chefs. Hey, that's, man, that's he's incredible. You, that's all you get. You're handsome, man. That's it. You don't need any more. No, he's, 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 <laughs> he's way beyond talented. He's got everything, man. And that Jeep, seriously, can you go out and show us the Jeep? Uh, I think I'll lose internet connection. Really? I'll take that chance. Man. I will. This Jeep is badass. You got <laughs> yeah, Zoom on the camera. <laughs> Come on. It won't do it. <laughs> it won't do it? All right. Hang tight. We got a break anyway. Come on. We know you have a bunch of pictures of it already. Here, so oh, you know, you know I do. I haven't, I haven't flexed it on three wheels yet, but I have a few pictures. <laughs> 
That's uh, Chef Pearson Shields. I don't know. Is uh, Biker Jim going to join us? Anybody else? You sending out that Zoom link? It's Saturday night. What are people doing? I, Everybody's I don't know. <laughs> it's oh, it's come on. Uh, everyone's out at the bar. <laughs> no, man. It's uh, safer at home anymore these days. You're safer at home, but I think people are just used to it at this point in time. All right, we'll break off. We'll come back. The Modern Eater Show continues. Choose your path through Cyberland. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram and Facebook for all the fun photos and videos. Just search The Modern Eater or check out the website, themoderneater.com. Hey, it's Greg Holland back for Gluten-Free Things. Are you intolerant or sensitive to gluten? Or maybe you're a gluten-free lifestyler? Is your menu limited because you've eliminated gluten from your diet? Are you missing the taste of foods that traditionally contain gluten? What if I told you that you can add breads, pizzas, muffins, cakes, cookies, waffles, croissants, English muffins, the list goes on right back to your menu. Gluten-Free Things is a local gluten-free and vegan bakery that reintroduces you to the foods you love. Owner John Irvin believes gluten-free shouldn't taste like the box that it's packaged in. Trust me when I tell you the products from his bakery in Arvada are fresh, flavorful, and masterly crafted, leaving you with a product that tastes like the real thing. Simply delicious. The bakery is located in Arvada on 64th and Sims across the street from Arvada West High School. Check out their website at glutenfreethings.com. You'll be amazed with the variety of gluten-free products they make. And chefs, don't leave your gluten-free restaurant guests without options. Contact John at info at glutenfreethings.com. That's info at glutenfreethings.com to see what he can do for you. Give him a shot. 11651 West 64th Avenue in Arvada. It's gluten-free things. Hey, this is Brother Luck from Colorado Springs. All right, you ready? <laughs> Owner of Four by Brother Luck and Lucky Dumplings. I mean, he's, he's a very, very impressive man. And you're rocking with the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Okay, back at it from Studio Kitchen, Colorado. This is a, one of these rare shows. Last Saturday, we all, we got a little weird, too. Yeah. Well, well, you know, typically this room is packed. Yeah, and, and, and there's so, been very serious topics. Lately. Life and death topics to, to people that topics. we truly love and have loved for years. I mean, businesses going away means a lot. Matters so much to me. Um, but there's a certain amount of, like, stress. you got to mitigate that somehow. Yeah, yeah. And I, I, it's it just, it, today just feels different. Maybe it's the guests. Well, I'll I, give them credit. Really? Cool. Heck yeah. Thanks, man. Cool guys. Yeah. Hey, look at us. Is it the wine? Richie's not drinking the wine. The wine's good, Richie. Uh, I'll just tell you that right now. So three of us, we're having a little bit of wine. Brian Freeman's on the stream right now. Uh, we're here from Studio Kitchen, Colorado, and just catching up from the week uh, that we had here. That's Emma's kitchen. I recognize her That's kitchen. That's beautiful. That is there Emma's is. kitchen. Yeah. Hey, Emma. Hello. Yeah, we'll crash your uh, Saturday night. Jay, do this. I want you to jump in, Jay. I know you're juggling stuff, but juggle that microphone. Uh, talk about Chef Emma. You you two have a special relationship. We do. First of all, I mean, greet her with your ha- hello. Oh, yeah. Hello, Chef. Is your audio on? Can you hear me, Chef? I can hear you. Can you hear me? Uh-oh. She can't hear us. Uh-oh. <laughs> now listen. Hi, Emma. She can't hear you. She's got to do something, man, because she's open on Ari. And Emma, you got to do something here. Oh, just so she can hear us. And Pearson Shields will continue, and Brian Freeman here with us. Rich O'Brien in studio, and same with George. We're all just hanging out Saturday night in the Mile High City talking about uh, 
what's going to happen as we reopen and everybody, how are they getting along? Everybody seems to be on a Zoom call these days. George, have you been having a lot of Zoom calls with people? Actually, we've had a few. of them looking at some different technology, and the only way you can do that is by Zoom. Keep connected. <laughs> yep. You had one of your first uh, kind of startup revamp meetings with your uh, staff of, like, this is what it's going to look like. And as much as we can see, it's 100% safety and experience. 100% safety and experience. Yeah. How do yeah. you do it? How do you be safe? How do you create an experience? You got to do these certain things and uh, playing playing by the rules and doing the right things right now is what's going to bring people out. And the outside space is going to be paramount. Outside space is going to be paramount. And then all you need to do to be effective is don't think about you. Think about them. Totally. Okay. And Take a hospitality approach to this. I want to take care of this person coming in the door, and that's taking care of your staff and taking care of your guest. And if you if you take that approach, you'll be fine. Now, you grew up in the business, right? Grew up in it. So, um, you know, back of the house, making pizza, so on and forth. Front of the house, who was your front of the house uh, inspiration? Told, this is how you create an experience. There has to be one person. There's not. It's it's not just one. It's a culmination really? of many people that I've interacted with throughout the years. You know, you just meet that, that one person. I remember... One of the first Psalms I worked with at Mac and Race, his name was Keith Walsh way back in Michigan. So if you're listening, hey, Keith. And, <laughs> you know, spectacular hospitality guy. And then, you know, you you meet people like that all throughout your career. When I was with Capitol Grill, there were hospitality people that it was in their blood. Wait, you were at a Capitol, uh, Capitol Grill? Because uh, that is a landmark here. I, I opened it here. You opened it? Yeah. Way back, that was my first time out in Colorado. Was when I opened that restaurant. Tell us about that. Wow. It was it was a blast. You know, super great company. Worked for them many years and opened up 17 restaurants for them. So kind of bounced all over. And you know, really professionally run group. And you know, opening the one here in Colorado, the year we opened it, we won every award the company had. So we tried to take and do hospitality flourishes and add things in when we when we opened it. And it worked out great. As long as you think of your guest first, then you're going to be okay. That's a big responsibility, opening up at a restaurant. Why do you figure the accolades? Why'd they come your way? What were you guys doing right? Because it's a team effort. It is a 100% team effort. We had a great team. And then, you know, we challenged the team here when we opened to come up with different flourishes that you could do at a table. How do we communicate to everybody that's this person's birthday or their anniversary and how do you use the tech to do that? And the little subtle things at the restaurant, like it's a white linen set silver restaurant. But if we put a black linen underneath the little table lamp, everybody would walk by, happy anniversary, just because the black linen was there. And it's a little subliminal cue. And if everybody in the whole building walked by and said happy anniversary, that guest sleeve's just glowing, you know? I didn't underplay wow. you, but I think he's underplayed himself, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, seriously, I mean, you don't right come in, but I think here. he's <laughs> underplayed himself. I want to talk about onboarding and people and what we're going to be looking at is there's a shift in a movement in people. I think you've worked with quite a few people throughout the years, right? What are we seeing right now with people being sit, sitting on the bench and they're making more money on the bench and the PPP wasn't set up for anything restaurant related, right? That's a difficult thing. So what are we going to do to motivate the staff to get staff? and cultivate that and make the restaurant business a place to where it's not just a transient business to be in, that it's actually a good, wholesome living like it has always been in the past. Well, I think the, you know, the first thing is, is you got to realize that your front of the house staff and your servers can know, know math better than you do. Mm. 
Okay, they they can do count their unemployment money and realize, all right, I can stay home for seven fifty a week, or I can go to work and make three hundred a week. What am I going to do? Yeah, I got daycare if I go to work. I've right. got this. I've got that. I movement, gas, the whole nine yards. Yeah. Uh, sitting on the bench at home, and plus, you, you know, it's a little easier, right? You, you're getting. So we've done. We, you know, we took brought back all our kitchen guys, so we can take care of them because they they. They're not getting the same level of unemployment as the, as you know my front of the house team would be, and then when they come back, you just bring them back and you slowly ease back in. And you know you want your faces that your guests know. You know they want to come back and see the same people that they were there before. What's the cost of a business to just bring somebody fresh off the bench into your business, brand new? Take you two to two and a half months to get them effective. You know it. Their first couple weeks, they're just going through the motions and getting through the training. For them to really fly on their own, it's going to take them two months. What does that translate into dollars? Scratch. Have you ever done that math? Yeah, it's a 2500 bucks a person, something like that. Probably. Oh, man. That's a lot. So it's right. expensive. Jay, I'm putting you through hell, man. I know a fresh layer of hell. You're trying to get these people and juggle them in and out. Will we be able to take a break, come back, and have a couple of new people here with us? Well, I don't know. I, I'm trying to hear Emma. Can Emma, you? can you hear us? I can hear you. Okay, there we go. Oh, we, we got you. you. We can hear you. That's Chef Emma check. Omni Interlocking. And uh, I haven't caught caught up with you for a little while. She is the... What, what's your title there at the Omni? Uh, pastry Chef. <laughs> She's the pastry Ooh, she chef. She makes the good stuff. Yes, yeah. she does. <laughs> <laughs> Emma, do you still have a job? Um... So we were all for load, right? And um, the company um, is doing a great job communicating as to what's going on and whatnot. And last week, uh, we've got a blanket email. To, uh, we, I'm one of the, the for load employees, obviously. We got a blanket email from our GM saying that um, we, we're actually opening up next week. You are? To what extent? If I can. Uh, yeah. So we are opening up, meaning um, they're calling in a lot of um, the cleaning crew, housekeeping engineers getting ready, you know, um, have the hotel get ready and everything. But for the culinary side, I don't think we're part of the phase one. So we're not going to be called in as of yet because, you know, restaurants are closed and, and such. So wonder Emma, has the hotel been closed completely? Has the hotel been closed completely? Where is that coming yes. from? That's Brian. Yes. So Emma, okay. I, I didn't know if you guys were closed or not. Yeah, we were closed, and so when we closed uh, the day after, we kind of decided to donate all of our produce and stuff from the hotel. However, our uh, golf courses have been open for like three weeks now, so. Too much. I wonder. Is that a part of the PPP? I wonder. You guys, they have to bring them back. Yeah, yes. once you get uh, once you get funded on your PPP, know, you got to bring them back. Um, there are there are probably one, two, or three employees trying to clean stuff, but there's like no uh, the restaurant at the uh, at the golf course is not open, obviously. But yeah, they they're open. Time to get creative. You might be doing some gardening or, or uh, you know who Maybe. knows what the. It's okay. Yeah, I, I like know. it. <laughs> That's okay too. Let's break. Let's come back. We have everybody. Everything's working right now. So we'll break. Come back. The Modern Eater Show continues. Choose your path through Cyberland. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram and Facebook for all the fun photos and videos. Just search The Modern Eater or check out the website, themoderneater.com.
Hi, I'm Charlie Gottenkenny, brewmaster at Brews Beers, Denver's award-winning Belgian-style brewery. I am very pleased to tell you that our new taproom at Colfax and York in Congress Park is now open, and it is a unique experience. It's close to great restaurants, has a big sunny patio for warmer days, will feature live music, and it has a very cool contemporary Belgian-style bar and taproom. To celebrate our second location, we have 18 beers on tap, including several limited-edition sour and barrel-aged beers. For some holiday good cheer, try our figgy pudding and our unique champagne beer, Brut Le Grand. Check it all out on our website, brewsbeers.com. That's brews, spelled B-R-U-Z, at 67th and Pecos, and now open in Congress Park at Colfax in York. Join us this week at either location for some serious Belgian-style badassery. Wear black and eat spices. Hey, Modern Eater listeners, this is Zach from The Spice Guy, Colorado's favorite spice company. Spice is the variety of life. At The Spice Guy, we have a passion for sourcing the best ingredients from the best farmers all over the world. Choose from thousands of different GMO-free spices and ingredients, or let us create and blend custom flavor profiles for whatever style of food it is that you're working with. With over 1,000 restaurants, food brands, and chefs behind us, you can't go wrong when you choose the Spice Guy for all your spice needs. The Spice Guy. Spicy. Born in Breck, raised in Denver. TheSpiceGuyCo.com Hey guys, it's Carly Smith, the Fairy Godmother here. Don't get too excited. <laughs> Live from Studio Kitchen, Colorado. I love your guts. You're listening to The Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Let's go make some bone broth. Where'd Pearson go? I'm having a great night tonight. The Modern Eater <laughs> Show continues. Brian, bring us back in. Hey, everyone, thank you for joining us. It's Saturday night in the Mile High City. It is the Rocky Mountains here on The Modern Eater. We are in Studio Kitchen with some incredible guests. I would like to introduce our main man from Republica Pizza, downtown Denver, two locations in Colorado. And then we also have Elevation Equipment Company here with us tonight. But what's really cool is joining us live on the Zoom is Emma Nemechek, the pastry chef of the Omni Interlocking Hotel. Oh, I thought she was going to be like from the MGM Grand or something like that. <laughs> I could have done that voice. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, coming to you from Caesar's Palace. Here's Emma. <laughs> Let's get ready to rumble. Exactly. Oh, my God. I needed to. My face hurts so bad right now. I needed this so bad, you guys. I mean, truly. Uh, we've been broadcasting almost all the time. I mean, Rich, it seems like we're on all the time, doesn't it? Love it. Yeah, absolutely. You said you tuned in yesterday. You were I like, oh, I had a weird day. I did. I did. Just, just I, you know, I, I read too much news. Can't watch news. Oh, yeah. Bad news sells newspapers. Right. And, uh, yeah, I was having one of those moments. I was all conspiracyed out and everything, and then I relaxed. So That's 6 o'clock films when you tuned in oh on the Modern God. Eater How show. How great was that? You know, to watch what they were doing at the Noshery. I don't, I don't know if you had a chance to see it, but it was really, you know, it was really telling how committed those people are. And it really shows the passion. I mean, I love mm-hmm. when you're talking about you have to take care of the people first and foremost. Right. And that's, that's all what, this business that's, is. That's what that film was. I just I, I loved it because you see these people showing up each day with no idea how the day is going to go and no idea how the future is going to go. And you know what? They're there and they're still doing it. It's pretty cool. Really like that. 
gave me hope. Yeah, and uh, George Eater, I'm telling you, sleeper, I don't, or unsung, or what? We got to peel back more See, of the layers a, here. He is a, he's got, you, he's got, oh yeah, he's got power behind hospitality. Power behind him. Uh, with Eminem check here with us, I want George to take over. So first of all, pastry chefs, right? A very important, but thing of the past, or do you have to have a no, big role? What, what is it? Talk to Emma. Have to have them. Get your pastry chef. It's the hardest position to fill for. And it, not any, everybody can bake. Not everybody can put it together a great dessert. That's an art. I know a lot of chefs out there, they can't make a pastry to save their life. Pastry chefs are gold. Oh, there's one right there. Oh, Emma. You, you, you got <laughs> to have them. They, they make the finish to every single meal. It's the last thing your guest sees is that. Why'd you choose, right. why'd you choose pastry chef, Emma? Um, you know, I have always wanted to become, uh, to become a pastry chef. And as you know, I changed my careers. I wasn't like, you know, I was uh, wanting to be a, become a pastry chef like when I was a little kid. It just happened like maybe like eight years ago. I was working at, um, uh, in the finance um, uh, departments at the... Uh, satellite programming uh, company dish network and you know some things in life don't go your way and so i said well you know if i can't control something at least i can control probably my career and and i had the opportunity to change careers and uh, you know uh, i went back to school and uh uh, took a two-year degree of baking and pastry, a career degree, and uh, seven years later, here I am. So, took that leap. What's your favorite thing as a pastry chef? My favorite desserts? Yeah. Um, I like doing uh, French macarons because it's really very uh, temperamental, very difficult to do, uh, and I like challenge. And now I can uh, do it, and I like it. And yeah, I do. I do like that. So. And any, anything lemon or citrus. I'm with okay. you. I'm with you on that one. Really? Mm. Yeah. Can you do a good cannoli? Uh, I like cannoli. I like doing, um, you know, ricotta-based uh, uh, cannoli. Uh, just add a little bit of cream, a little bit of lemon juice, a little bit of zest. You know, make your own cannoli shells. Fill that thing up, and you're good to go. Dip the shells in chocolate, and you're good to go. All right, so in uh, in the restaurant business, the bar program, I think I measure a bar program by your old-fashioned. I truly do. If you can make, what do you measure a dessert program or a pastry chef? Is it a tiramisu? What, what is it? What do you gauge it off of? It, just taste and texture and presentation. But, yeah, but what dessert do you have to have and do well? If you want to gauge oh, a, a restaurant? Yeah. So, you know, here in America, right? So you, when you go to a restaurant, you always have the classic creme brulee, tiramisu, pies, and stuff like that. But, you know, uh, like uh, tiramisu here, we don't normally do the regular, how they do it in Europe, the sampayon, uh, where you cook your eggs and your cream, you know, like make an egg bomb here. You can just make a cream out of mascarpone you know, and coffee liqueur, chantilly cream, and that's your tiramisu right there, you know, so. 
But what's the one dessert that you have to have? On? Is it is it by a certain um, uh, features on your menu? Like you're an Italian restaurant or American restaurant, does it change with that? Because the old fashioned really doesn't change in restaurants with bar programs. As, as but like does a it test chocolate cake? Yeah, chocolate cake. Well, for us, for <laughs> yeah, our uh, outlets um, at the hotel, we I actually change the dessert menu every uh, every quarter, so it's by seasonal. Stop so it. when we come. Yeah. Uh, you know, towards like pumpkin the pie, right? Okay. Yeah, no, and then true. like towards the fall, you have the cobblers, the the apple cobblers, the peach cobblers. When the grapefruits start to come out, utilize them. I utilize them. You know, so like in the spring, you have fresh, uh, you know, berries and stuff. You have fruit tarts. You know, uh, oh, anything, any kind of like berry uh, fruits. Uh, well, berry Emma, cobbler. what's on? What's on the menu always? So what's on the menu at every restaurant you open? I guess there's always Chocolate a creme brulee, right? And always pies everywhere, right? Chocolate cake, Emma? Chocolate cake is always there. And cheesecake. They always have cheesecake and chocolate cake. Or the Brian Freeman beefcake. You know, the oh, Brian boy. Freeman oh, on the oh, phone. Oh, boy. <laughs> I was going to say the whoopie pie for the host. But now, Emma, here, here's a question for Emma, or, or I, I want to give her an opportunity to, to uh, uh, talk about herself, or maybe we've got viewers that don't know who Emma is. Oh, she's... Emma, why don't you uh, tell us a little bit about the competitions you've been in and won? Um, well, the big one that I won uh, uh, is the... Uh, <laughs> the Dom Biscoffier uh, Award, which is a global award, and they give uh, awards to women who are in the industry. Uh, they give it give up six uh, worldwide, and I was able to nab uh, get one back in uh, like a year and a half ago. Mm -hmm. So that's a big one. She's bad. That's awesome. Emma's bad. She's bad. She's bad. I would say that's legit. <laughs> she comes in here and does it. Up. Last summer dinner series, you wanted the lights down and you wanted to set everything on fire. What were you cooking, uh, the last summer oh, dinner series? Yeah, we we were going uh, towards fall. I believe I did the apple cobbler. Yeah, and set it on fire. It was more than that, Emma. There was something that was on fire. Oh yeah, yeah. So it was apple. Yeah, it was apple cobbler. Remember, I put ice cream, a uh, homemade ice cream, and I lit them up. Oh, yes. Do you yeah, remember but... that, Greg? You turned the lights off? <laughs> yes, I did turn the lights off. Hey, I have a, I have a question for Emma. Yeah. Emma, did you get, did you and, you and the husband get into it because of that Facebook post you put out? So Emma, she put a Facebook post out where the husband empties the dishwasher after she puts the dishes in there, <laughs> and she made a post. Don't cover your face. You put the post out. I, I wasn't peeking in your windows. And, and so when, when she does, when she does the dishes, she, so she puts them in the dishwasher. She washes them right, and then the husband's job is to take them out of the dishwasher but he's the husband, so the things he doesn't know where the home is for, he just puts on the counter. And so she made a video of these random utensils that are on the counter, and, and he's nowhere it. to be seen, but it's him saying, like, I don't know where this goes. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, like I said, we figured that out. I told him what they were, and uh, he thought that little thing for a uh, milk frother is a measuring cup. I said, no, it's not. <laughs> I'm looking at that beautiful centerpiece of, of that lamp that you have right there, um, that chandelier. It's, yep, it's not on right now, but it looks like a light bulb within a light bulb. Can you turn that on? Nope. Yeah, turn that. 
We've got to see what that looks like illuminated. There you go. Yeah, oh, you got those. two of them. Oh, my God. Those right those. there. Yeah, three, three of them. Yeah. Jeez, yeah. Louise. Lights over your bar. Yeah. yeah, turn those babies on. Lighting is life. I've got to tell you that right now. Turn those on, Emma. I've okay. got to see what happens right there. That's cool. I mean, what do you think is going to happen to that thing? It's going to illuminate you and know? cast off some good stuff. Yeah, yep, just like I thought they would. <laughs> that one. Oh, you, you wanted my fridge, right? Yep, get us in Here's your fridge. fridge. All right. <laughs> Oh, oh, that's awesome. Oh, get out of town, Emma. You wanted my fridge, Baller? Yeah. Okay. Oh. Can I show you something? Oh, my God, yeah. That's worth the price of admission alone. <laughs> What's that? What chefs want? There you go. Brian yeah, Freeman. Nice. Creating nice. a revolution in the world. I've never seen anything like that. <laughs> I awesome. Hey, yeah. Emma, go back yeah. and do that again, please. Yeah. What? Go to touch what? your refrigerator. Okay. <laughs> that was baller. Okay. All right. Get it? Yeah, get it. Don't have to. Don't lose any energy. <laughs> oh. And, you know, that little thing right there, Rich, I'm going to let you go one minute, right? So that little thing right there probably saved how much money? Just by having that feature on that fridge. And you know you're the hood you were talking about? Oh. Talk about how much money you can save on having the right kind of equipment in oh, your kitchen. Well, there's always the ROI. I mean, yeah, yeah there's there's always that. That probably. What stadium did you put in? You uh, told me a stadium. Well, yesterday. so we we actually have a uh, designer distributor here in Denver that did all the work for the new Rams stadium and also the Raiders stadium. Yeah. So we put a bunch of our hoods in there because of the energy efficiency in Southern California. And, Gosh, I think they told us that it was just a couple of years that it would take for them to pay uh, pay for those those hoods back. So yeah, the wow. technology really does make a big difference. Yep. Is that no the question. stadium you're going to take us to, Rich? I think the Raiders <laughs> Stadium would be better because it's in Vegas. <laughs> All right, look at this young lady, Dr. Sarah Metz. We need our counseling. It is the end of the week and it's Saturday night. Although we're in a pretty good mood, Doctor. Yeah. Yeah, we are. Hey, I was just listening to the show and I feel for Emma. Nick, my husband does the same damn thing. This thing, the stuff on the counter where he doesn't know where it goes. Hey, 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 hey. We all do that, okay? You guys just, you got to get off like it's individually your husband. It's not, okay? It's what we do. I do it too. Right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, I try to do my laundry. I'm always thinking, oh, I'm going to be really good. I'm going to do my laundry. She's going to be so happy. But halfway through the laundry, she comes in. What are you doing? No, give me that and don't do that. And I'm just, I give up. So. That's right. All right, doctor, you stay right there. One more break. We'll come back. The Modern Eater Show continues. <laughs> Choose your path through Cyberland. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram and Facebook for all the fun photos and videos. Just search The Modern Eater or check out the website, themoderneater.com. Hey, it's Chef Elon Wenzel, owner of Element Knife Company. If you cook, then you'll know the importance of a quality knife and proper care. My training in Japan exposed me to exceptional cutlery. That's why I am so excited to offer you the knives I fell in love with. Element Knife Company is chef-driven, and my goal is to support and educate. Get at me for a knife clinic or conversation. Find me at elementknife.com or by simply calling 303-460-4628. For the best knives in your kitchen, think Element Knife Company. Hey guys, Chris Johnson here, owner of Rome Sausage, your hyper-local source for all things sausage awesomeness. My family is proud to carry on the fine traditions of Rome's founder, Jerry Rome, by producing a variety of amazing sausage in small batches with an eye on quality, not quantity. Every batch is made here in the great state of Colorado by hand-mixing spices, utilizing lean cuts of pork to make an outstanding product. 
Sourcing ingredients and materials locally, we are committed to supporting local vendors, chefs, restaurants, and the entire Colorado food scene. Getting hungry yet? Brats, Italian, breakfast, hot Polish, green chili, chicken apple, and the world's best chorizo. You can source all of our sausage through a variety of food service distributors. If your distributor doesn't carry it, call us. We'll come direct. You want a custom item? We'll do that too. Samples, and of course, sausage jokes, can be had by contacting me directly at chris at romesausage.com or by phone at 303-296-7663. The modern eater loves Rome sausage, and I know you will too. What do you get when you have two women who love to play with corn? A unique craft distillery, of course. Let me explain. Hi, my name is Alex Tudor. My mom and I own Meridium Spirits, located right here in Colorado. Chances are you've seen our award-winning coop gin and coop vodka on the shelves at many fine local retail locations. Here's our mission. My mom and I believe that family is important, and our business is a reflection of that. When you taste our delicious and locally crafted spirits in a cocktail or by themselves, you'll taste our passion for what we do. Hear our story and watch our progress this year on The Modern Eater. We love to share because everything is more fun with friends. Next time you choose a vodka or gin, consider us. Meridium Spirits. Now it's time for the Modern Eaters Booze in the News segment. I like my beer cold, my meat grilled, and my entertainment explosive. All we need is a, is a chair and a, and a cooler beer. Here's your booze news. All right, booze in the news, all the booze news you can use, although lately it hasn't really been booze in the news, Jay. Usually we have a uh, brewery or a distillery on in this segment, and uh, lately not so much. We've had Dr. Sarah Metz on, which is so <laughs> ironic, Dr. What <laughs> You're boozing the news these days. Hey, I love that. I've always wondered, like, you start with that and then me. So I feel like I should be drunk while we do this. So you mean you're not? Like yeah. Wait a minute. Wait, what? You're not? I, I got to. We can go to my liquor cabinet here. <laughs> well, don't, don't a lot of people use liquor for the doctor sometimes? They kind of do. Yeah. We, we're trying to change that, Brian. That does not help. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Emma, Chef Emma, can you turn your phone sideways so my OCD will oh. stop? freaking out that's right there we go and brian you're on your shirt game there we go yeah another wardrobe change i always wanted to be that (laughs) (laughs) is is that chicago what is that dubai this is uh, we've moved into the nightlife so it's getting a little later in the show (laughs) so it's cocktail shirt for booze in the news you know it's uh it's the last segment of the show you know i figured i'd wind in with the night well, thank you, Brian. <laughs> I appreciate that. And he supposedly has COVID. Yeah. Oh, God. All that work you did to stay away from it. And you got that? Yeah. I know. Armor, dude. I know. Well, no, I don't. I, he had two tests. I, you know, Dr. Well, the test we, came back negative. The doctor just said, yeah, those aren't you symptoms. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Because that's what they, it was funny. They both said, you know, your, your test came back negative. Both tests said the same exact line. Your test is negative, but there is a 60% chance that the negative is wrong. Are you sure, like, are you sure it wasn't he said, you're sick, but it's the shirt? Yeah, <laughs> your shirt is making me sick? <laughs> That's right. Emma's just trying to keep it together. Over there. Emma, just jump in anytime you want to here. We're hanging out with the doctor. Anytime anybody wants to make a confession, I feel like it's confessional with the doctor here, you know. Uh, <laughs> we'll sit inside the confessional, but Dr. Sarah Metz is code for 
for counseling. Uh, George, the sleeper, that's your new nickname. <laughs> that's my nickname. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah the sleeper. Yeah. George, the sleeper, is here with us. George, if you ever have a time where you need to ask, because Dr. Sarah Metz, she's here with us now in food service. Generally, she was with first responders, right? But yeah. now she's jumped over to the dark side. I have. And you can try to surprise me with your deepest, darkest secrets and, and see if I if I'm surprised. What have you seen with us, doctor? Right. Data points. Everybody looks for data points. What yeah. two months? Here it is. It's uh, May 16th, March. Uh, was it March 16th, yeah. 17th, months. March 6th, two months. What have you seen with us in the Modern Eater show? You have to have a case study by now. <laughs> Oh, you guys are just as dark and creepy as my responders are, but that's why we get along is, you know, we don't have to behave and you have horrible language and you're totally dark and creepy and it's great. Can we lose the creepy part though? <laughs> I mean, yeah. No. Someone did show up at her house. Never, <laughs> never mannequin. Mannequins are creepy. Yes. creepy. <laughs> I'm on for two days and then they're knocking on my front door. So. We did. <laughs> Dave Avery went and dropped her off a uh, 3D printer uh dr baby yoda because we called her dr baby yoda and she's here with us and a coronavirus i have a baby yoda and a coronavirus 3d model in your creepy model in your new house what are you cooking tonight i am cooking so nick made uh chicken wings and i made uh corn we're not that fancy corn and chicken wings. corn and chicken wings well, you're all decked out like you're actually doing multiple dishes at once. You should see what uh, George made for us. Well, yeah, look at that kitchen. We did the cast iron. That looks awesome. Spice Guy. This is how much I love you. I have I have four of those. She's so local so, yeah. these days. We cook. We uh, taught her local. We were like all local. The whole day was local. We had local coffee. We had local lunch. Oh, I love that. We're using local spices for dinner. You've you've changed me, you guys. Have you You're ever talking to a local guy, Greg Gong? This is true. Yes. Have you ever met Emma Nemechek? Hi. <laughs> how are you, Emma? Hey, good girl. Are you, oh, you. Do you like sweets? Oh, don't say that. Sweets is my thing. Nick knows if he's in the doghouse, um, it's going to require at least ice cream if he's in a lot of trouble. Chocolate cake. Oh. Yeah. 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 Nick needs yeah. to know Emma. Yes. <laughs> yeah, he probably should. I'll, I'll go to him and interview. Yes. What's yes. your favorite? What's your favorite, Doctor? Ice cream. So we have here in Castle Rock a place called Glacier Ice Cream. My current favorite is um, their car salted caramel Oreo. Ooh, that sounds good. Hey, here's nice. something for you. I, I that's got, what I had this afternoon. I got down on this earlier. Maybe we're going to have to do uh, the Modern Eater after hours for 10 minutes if people want to stick around. If not, you can take off. But we, we might do 10 more minutes to where we get a little weird. If it hasn't been weird, weird enough for you. <laughs> Here's what I've been doing. Actually, so we've got a minute left with that. Why don't we thank everybody that's here? And then we'll go. I'm, I'm, we're going to talk about our favorite desserts. Everybody say oh, their favorite that's, desserts. That's we'll do 10 minutes okay. of favorite desserts, if you don't Ryan's mind. Ryan's already started. I'm Ryan's so in mad. there. All right, I have to thank everybody here. George. Guys, let's talk about it. All right, that's Dr. Sarah Metz. You going to stick around after hours, 10 minutes? I'm going to eat my corn if I stick around, but yes. All right, you can eat your corn. Um,
we're here in the studio, Studio Kitchen, Colorado. We're going to resume on Facebook. So if you want to stick around, you can catch us there. Guys, Brian Freeman, Chef Emma Nemechek, uh, Dr. Sarah Metz, Little Rich Snyder, George Eater, Rich O'Brien, Jay Parker, myself, Greg Holland, back. Shannon, back at the studio. Give me one of your sound effects. You don't have a sound effect, Shannon? Usually you're so quick to the button. Nothing. He's ready to go well. home. All right, we got that. And the chicken. All right, we're going to break off. Thank you for tuning in. But we have to tell you, every Monday through Friday, we're on the Modern Eater stream and YouTube live. That is 2 to 4 p.m., right? Catch it. Oh, we're doing all the good stuff. And we're going to watch as we reboot our restaurants here in Denver, Colorado, in the Front Range. For myself, Greg Hollenbach, Little Ridge Schneider, Brian Freeman, and Jay Parker, we'll be back next week. The Modern